This is Bookmarked and Busy, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Welcome to Bookmarked and Busy, a podcast where I, a fanfic reader, talk to some really cool people within the fanfic community, um, from writers to artists and everyone in between. I'm here to essentially be the middleman and get all the deets for you on your favorite content on AO3 and beyond. With that being said, please remember that this is fact. It is an 18 plus pod and uh check the show notes for any content warning and trigger warnings my name is ren at the time of recording um i've started diving into my stack of um raylo published novels i'm really excited to get into like all these books that twitter's been really excited about and tiktok um and i'm actually considered considering doing like a one-offs uh episodes kind of talking about the books because um i don't know about you guys but in my house i celebrate all forms of fan fiction published or not so um i might want to share some really cool reviews on some really cool Raylo books and and other pairings within star wars that have been published too um Cool. So I'm here today with Nora Hall. She's a friend of the pod. So again, another person that I I sort of know. <laughs> um, and she writes under um, Hallie CB3 on AO3. Thank you for being here. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Hello there. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's such a pleasure. Uh, seriously enjoying this podcast. And I'm definitely honored to be here as a guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. I like I said, I've I've talked to quite a few like friends of the pods, so, like a lot of people within Geeky Waffle and then like people that I just know on Twitter. And um I said last week, like I'm always <laughs> fascinated and surprised when someone that I know on the internet writes fan fiction because I'm like, oh, there's like a side of you that I get to find out about. So <laughs> I'm yeah. really excited to talk to you about like your whole uh, fan fiction journey. So let's just get on into it. So we're going to start with the summary, and this is just kind of where uh, we get to know about, like, more about you as a writer and and, and a reader too. But let's start with with writing. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Like, you can let us know who you are, what you do, and how you got into fan fiction, and all the all the juicy details if there are any. <laughs> Sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate. Well, I'm Norhal. I'm a, well, my, it's right. It's in, I'm an engineer, but I've loved writing since I'm, I was little. And, um, well, I think the, my first incursion into fan fiction was back in middle school. And it, it's a funny bit because I was, uh, I had a homework and I had to write a story. Uh, I think it was for grammar or something. So I wrote it with characters of uh, Mortal Kombat because I was, wow. uh, yeah, cool. I, <laughs> I love arcade and playing arcade and my, with my cousins, Sega and, and the different games. So <laughs> yeah, it was unbeknownst to me, I was doing fan fiction, but I was just so fascinated with Mortal Kombat. So I'd like, oh yeah, I'm going to use these characters, make this a story to fit this homework that I have to do, right? So it's, um, well, uh, been into the fandom of Star Wars since 2015. I wasn't mm-hmm. into Star Wars before that. It's, uh, it's in- in- incredible because I knew the basics. I knew about, okay, 
uh, Darth Vader is uh, Luke Skywalker's dad and blah, blah, blah. But I, I hadn't watched the original trilogy, trilogy and had I watched it, I went to the movies to see uh, Revenge of the Sith, but it was like, oh, okay, any other movie, any other blockbuster. So, but then in 2015, I, it was going to be Halloween and there was this pop crawl that I, I love going to Halloween pop crawls. Uh, wearing costumes and such, and I saw the trailer for The Force Awakens, and I saw Ray's uh, costume and said, oh, that, that, I would, I could wear that, and my mom mm-hmm. and my aunt helped me, and it was funny because it was before the premiere. It was October. The, the movie was released in December, and not everyone knew. Like, some people is like, oh my god, you're, you're like the girl from the trailer and the movie is about to be released but i i didn't see a lot but i was i love the 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 costume but people would my friends would be like okay you are wearing a star wars costume and you haven't watched the star wars movies how comes <laughs> how, how crazy is that so I said, okay, let's let's do a marathon. Let's watch the original trilogy. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> Why? Why it took me so long? <laughs> so that fascination about uh, Star Wars, the characters took me into this uh, way of expressing myself. I, I, I love writing. I, I, I'm uh, also like, sing, like singing. I, uh, I'm a singer too. So I had done some writing as well, but I had kind of left my writing stories on the back burn. So mm-hmm. uh, getting into Star Wars helped me to explore some fiction in both as a reader, because I was like thirsty for more content, like, oh my God, I want to read more about, at the beginning was Han and Leia, but then, oh, about, uh, Ray about Kylo Ren about uh, all the rest of the new characters that we were ha- getting. So it was uh, first as a reader, and then I I started exploring myself, writing and coming up with stories like missing scenes or maybe uh, things I would have wanted to see, like with Rogue One. Uh, I'm a rebel captain cheaper i i cheap cassian and jeez so obviously i love the movie but it was heartbreaking the ending to see mm-hmm. them dying at the end it's like oh my god this is so <laughs> precious but it's so sad and it would have been great to see him, them surviving and falling mm-hmm. in love and so uh i started coming up with this one shots and that's how i i got more into writing but at the beginning it was kind of uh, daunting because you see all you read all these fabulous story, fabulous stories and great uh, with great writing and I felt myself like oh my god I I I, I cannot reach those heights I'm like a starting but yeah at one point I started writing more and more and and it's it, it's been it's been a great thing for me oh. 
what is oh, that's so cool sorry let me let me cycle back to that and say that i think i don't think <laughs> like you have to have seen like star wars or like anything to appreciate a costume because i love costumes from a lot of things that i haven't seen and mm -hmm. i will still gladly cosplay from it having not seen the content it's fine um <laughs> yeah, but... yeah i agree same with me but uh from there i started like feeling the gatekeeping from some friends like oh my god why oh, why no. <laughs> yeah but then i guess it's good that you like watched them and ended up liking them so it's like it wasn't like you wasted time or anything exactly um and I also am jealous that you got to see Revenge of the Sith in theaters because I obviously was alive during the prequel era and I could have mm -hmm. easily gone to see them in theaters if I was a Star Wars fan at the time um, or like even knew what Star Wars was. And that's just a whole section of my life that I'll never get back. <laughs> but at least I could see like the sequels. Seeing The Force Awakens was my first time experiencing Star Wars on like on a giant screen in the theater. So wow. Um, yeah and i was like i can't even think to be what it would have been like if i saw in like the original prequels in theaters but um it's yeah <laughs> um so what um what are your what are your ships what who do you tend to write more of well i started i mean and this was me uh finding all this uh new universe like taking my largest step, my first step into a larger universe with the Star Wars. At first, obviously, yeah, Han and Leia. I was like, oh my God, the love story, the princess and the scoundrel. But then, and it was, uh, I'm gonna say this because uh, when people say, oh yeah, you're Raylos, I call myself a Raylo convert because at the end of Force, at the Force Awakens, I was so mad with Kylo Ren. I was like, oh my God, why? Why he did that? I mean, I, and, but please understand me. I was just one month or less ha from uh, becoming a Star Wars fan and mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, these, are, these characters, oh my God, they're heroes of the galaxy. And then, oh, bummer he died and his son killed him and mm. at the beginning i was like yeah okay i, I was not that it, i was not into raylo but it it grew on me i mean it was a, a metamorphosis i was it was like a process when um i started reading for example bloodline by um claudia gray in mm -hmm. material that made me think, okay, that's a tragic story. I mean, Ben Solo is, I think Kylo Ren, Ben Solo is one of the, mo is mo the most complex character in the Star Wars, in my opinion. And mm -hmm. his, his, his history is so tragic. So I started feeling different towards him. And thank you. And after watching The, the Last Jedi, thanks to Ryan Raylo Johnson, <laughs> I fully <laughs> become a, a, a Raylo. But before that, I was, uh, like I mentioned, I was a uh, rebel captain, cheaper, Cassian Andor and Jean, Jean Erso. Um, mm -hmm. Then uh, in other fandoms, I was, uh, oh, and also Star Wars, well, Ginger Rose, Hawks uh, mm -hmm. and, and Rose. And from the from other fandoms, well, I, I chip uh, 
Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen from the game from Game of Thrones. Uh, different different ships. I think uh, one of my newest, well, Boba Fett and Fennec, Fennec uh, Shand. Uh, I shipped uh, Ted Becca from Ted Lasso. Okay. Uh, and well, I I have this this like lesser known ships. Like for example, if you see on my on my fix, I I. I, I achieved my two favorite Mandalorians. I have to admit it. I'm a Din, Jaren, Bo-Katan. Yeah, that that sounds crazy and weird and kind of conflicting, but yeah, I, I achieved them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, those I'm, are there's some ships in there that I've never heard of. Like I haven't seen Ted Lasso, but um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't know that ship, but. Um, I'm curious now. Oh, I mean, maybe I'll cycle back to like fan fictions, fictions about them after I watch the show. But um, sure. I, I never thought to ship Bo and Din, but I think, like, given context to certain things, that actually kind of makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, okay, I I come from this uh, Game of Thrones ship that I started seeing. Uh, things in common, like uh, Din Jaren in some in some ways is uh, Jon Snow, and Bo-Katan, Chris, with all her story and background, is another Daenerys Targaryen. Is is another? Oh my God! I'm I'm excited. What could happen on? And maybe not romantically, but in terms of the story of Mandalore and what could happen on the on the series. But just thinking on their backgrounds and the, all the interest at play at play so yeah i mean it, it could be interesting i'm not sure they're gonna follow on that on that way but yeah it it would be interesting yeah um so i saw that in your in your writings um you say within like tg rating um is there a reason for that not that it has to be anything super complicated but i know that um let's see how do i want to word it like i know some people mostly stay with tg because they don't like writing smut stuff or they don't like have the capacity to write anything harder <laughs> <Guess what? laughs> yes, no no totally i mean i gotta be honest i might or might have written some m or n e material mm -hmm. out there but it's on a burner account <laughs> ah okay yeah i mean the <laughs> thing is i don't feel confident enough because oh my god like you said in ao3 there's a lot of so much talented writers uh -huh. out there and i feel like oh my like oh i i don't make i don't do justice to that i mean i i like reading m and e uh but when as a reader i said well uh to have that reaction from like to 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 reach those levels yeah i don't know if i can do it so that's why i've been doing some like a small tries one shots here and there but uh not in this account because like uh i don't feel confident enough Maybe later, maybe later I'll I'll post them here. But mm -hmm. um, I think on the reason I stay mostly on G and T is like um, I like to focus on. I started writing about missing scenes, like thinking of what we've seen on the on screen 
or in the books, but trying to link um, characters, worlds, episodes, things like that. I, that's what was one of my main interests at the beginning. And actually, one of the first uh, fics that I tried writing was one that is called Mirror Bright, that I started just uh, narrating the moment when Princess Leia, baby Leia arrives at Alderaan with uh, mm -hmm. Bail Organa. And I wanted to see, okay, I, I'm going to write uh, small snippets of Leia's life, but uh, it was more like, okay, looking for, okay, connecting uh, characters and scenes. And for example, there's um, there's one one shot that I wrote, a princess meets rebel, like just from one panel from a comic uh, book that kind of inferred that Jean Erso and Princess Leia had met when they were children. I wrote something like inspired mm -hmm. on that. So I think that was my main interest, my 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 main um, purpose at the beginning. And once I started reading more material, of course, yeah, I have I read amazing works and I've tried to do it. And I think of those uh, works like, yeah, it's like practice, but I still right. don't feel that confident, like, okay, to, uh, yeah. So I, I, try, I try to say GFT and some of the T are like close to the M. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, I, I just leave it at, at T. Uh, just not to uh, like, hey, you promise a matcher and this is tea. Right, so. right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, well, I do hope one day that you get, you know, the confidence. To, I was telling Arzu, like, sometimes you just got to post it. You just got to yeah. do it. <laughs> um, like, I don't, I'm not familiar with um, other fandoms outside of Raylo, but the Raylo fandom, like fanfic fandom, at the very least, is so welcoming and encouraging they're some of the coolest people that I've gotten to interact with online. And so I'm sure they would open like a new, like if it was a Raylo one, like a new smutty pick with open arms, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, give me, give me, give me. Yeah. It's a, they're, they're a great bunch of people. Um, and I think it's really, I just in general think it's really cool that, that you guys can tell these stories. I feel like I say this every episode, but like, I'm fascinated by like, writers the fanfic writers that you guys can think of all this stuff because like for me personally my brain doesn't go into the realm of telling alternative stories um because i've i've worked in film before as a costume mm -hmm. designer my brain goes to like like more of the technical stuff of like wardrobes and um like cinematography and all that cool stuff that i kind of most of the time we'll take in a story in and out like it goes in one ear and out the other but i never think of like how can i expand or what what would i have done especially with star wars and so like the fact that you write different ships too within star wars and like for me i'm just like i would have never thought about din and Bo. And then here you are you're just like i got a whole story for you <laughs> like that's so yeah, cool and, and i think it uh, perhaps and that that's the way i justify it is like well uh i i see some parallels between these characters and this ship that i still love even i don't care season eight how it ended but i still love Jon snow and the nearest Targaryen. but i think that i saw some parallels maybe that's why 
Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, I I was thinking maybe right now, late, uh, this uh, last days we've heard the word multiverse a lot of times, but mm -hmm. I can say that fan fiction is a true multiverse or characters mm -hmm. live in. And yeah. it's fantastic because all these stories, like just talking about Raylo, how you can have them be living on every single different uh, occupation or uh, place or city or different scenarios. And it's so fantastic that, oh my God, I'm, I, I love how, how it, it's uh, all the imagination and the ideas like you mentioned is, is fantastic. Yeah, I, it's and it's never it's never I'm it's always something different too. Like I can read Raylo and almost never read the same story twice, and it's just like, how do you guys come up with all of these like I, ideas? I um, do you tend to write um in the universe or how or in AUs or both? Well, uh, for Raylo, um, normally. I like to do like missing scenes like uh, in canon. Okay. Uh, but for example, for Raylo, uh, I know I started writing uh, a fake, a fix it fake on December 20, 2019. Uh, and it, and I was laughing at it because it's, uh, it kind of became a costume, uh, uh, like a habit in 2019 because uh I had a similar experience with Game of Thrones. Uh, May 19, 2019, the finale, the series finale was terrible. So the, the next day I started writing a fixed it fic. Okay. Uh, yeah, like like Taylor Swift, I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's the problem with that. I started reading so many great fix it fics that I kind of lost uh, traction on mine, but it's still mm. there. It's incomplete. But other than that, I've been addicted to write AUs, like modern AUs. I think yeah. <laughs> the longest that I've done is uh, the multi chapter is uh, the holiday AU because I love rom comedies. I love rom rom coms, and I think uh, I love is the this you see in all these movies these characters find themselves situations things are not going the way they think they they thought but they make it through and that's a great like oh motivation for writers okay maybe I can use these characters that i love raylo ginger rose and oh they could be these characters from this movie and in some way you can adapt things from uh, the movies, especially from The Last Jedi, into it, from the dialogue. So I had mm -hmm. so much fun writing that one. And especially because I love music. And mm -hmm. I kind of link a song on each, uh, as a chapter, like a, uh, a, a line from a song on each chapter. So it was, uh, it was a really nice experience to write that, to use my, my affinity for music. And to like place a soundtrack into the story as well. And well, also I've done one shots. There's some, you know, situations like there was only one bed, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> initial thinning, slow burn. So 
I've, I've done some of them that are, uh, that I've used situations in my life. Uh, for example, I wrote uh, two one shots for my friend Amy for her birthday. And uh, the last one, it was a uh, place on Chicago. And I was like, oh, remembering when I went to one Ace Comic Con on Ro in Rosemont, Illinois. So mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, using that experience as, okay, just imagine all of them, all the gang, Raylo and friends in here. I mean, it was it was a great writing experience. Like, <laughs> I love hearing about, like, what you guys write. I don't know. It's just because, like, I I like knowing or, like, I like finding out, like, movies that you guys use for reference. Because, fun fact, The Holiday is an another one that I've never seen. Um, <laughs> just because, like, I've never seen um, uh, in the episode, um, I think it's episode four or five of the pod with Lala. Mm -hmm. she, she talks about... Um, one of her fix was inspired by Empire Records, which I've never seen. And I'm like, I oh. now I'm getting all of these movie recommendations. So I think I might like I started a letterbox account, and so I have a I have a list on there that's like movies that feel like fan fiction but aren't, or like that have a wow. trope with fan fiction. So I think I might add the holiday to that just so that I have an yeah. excuse to watch it. Because <laughs> I'm like exactly <laughs> Because that's so cool. Like you guys take movies and make all these stories, and then it's like movies that are actually with like, um, I guess AU plots, and then you guys plop Star Wars in, which is so cool. <laughs> I know, and this is, I mean, this is great. And uh, believe me, that's something that I've been learning day by day. Is like, uh, it's fantastic. I think it's so fantastic how you can get recommendations. And I know there's movies that. I haven't watched Four Weddings and a Funeral. I have it's, it's some movies that people would say, oh my God, that's a classic. Yeah, but I haven't for any other, or any reason or another, I haven't. So that's fantastic because I have something new to watch and something old, but new for me. And that's mm -hmm. that's great. And and that's that's a great idea that you're doing this letterbox uh, list because it's it's great to rediscovering or for example, I've I've seen movies that I think I watched Top Gun once or mm -hmm. I have like memories, but I, I I if you ask me, okay, what is the plot of the movie? I don't remember. So I started watching it. So theoretically it, I mean, theoretically, it would be a rewatch, but I don't even remember the first time. So that's that's fantastic. That's fantastic to rediscover and rediscover new things. And yeah, no, yeah. the holiday is is one of my favorite movies, and and it's fantastic how the interaction with friends and and people on on Twitter that my friend uh, Carol she gave me the idea like, oh, what about the holiday? But in and uh, with Raylo and Ginger is like, oh, oh my God, that's fantastic because it's two couples. The movie it's about two couples, and it fits because it's uh, a British girl that goes to America, and then the American girl that goes to England. So, oh yeah, yeah, we can make it work. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, I'm done. I'm gonna watch it and then I'm gonna read your your fic. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um. So in terms of like reading, let's kind of pivot over to you as a fanfic yeah. reader. Um. What are some of your favorite like okay ships to read and then like types of stories to read? Wow. Well, obviously, I love reading Raylo. Uh, I love reading. Uh, the some lesser known, like for example, the the, the DNN bow, I, I I love reading those too. Uh, like to see, okay, I'm not the only one who thinks they could work. <laughs> but for example, I love reading Tedbeka, Bonek, uh Cassian and Jean. It's like a oldie, like, but there are new fix coming, like back of mm-hmm. like every now and then. But I think it's mostly, sometimes I like reading Marvel. I keep uh, Scott Hope as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Scott Lang. He's, oh my God, he's, he's like precious. But uh, sometimes I struggle reading the Marvel ones because it's like you have to, uh, when you select your filter, you take off all the rest of the chips because it's like, they put like 20 ships on one thing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I, I want to read about them too only. So some of those, obviously Obi-Wan and Satin. Oh, that's uh that's a that's just a tragic ship. And yeah, I mean I, I keep saying it, even Obi-Wan mentioned the word Satine on the on the on the series. Oh my god. I, like Arsu said, I'm just gonna be like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose <laughs> lose my sense. But no, I uh I love it and uh I haven't written anything yet, but uh I love reading from for about them and uh, but yeah, mostly Star Wars, uh some marvel instead there's some some chips like from series and such but i think it it is for me with chips is like i have periods of hyper focusing mm-hmm. i don't know if it happens to you too that sometimes it's like oh no i i want to re- i'm just reading raylo 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 and then for example with boba fett and fennec shan i was reading only bonic okay like, obsessed but i i don't know if but it, i come and go back and forth reading and obviously i bookmark the ones and some some uh i keep like checking back if they update it or something but i think it is fantastic how many options uh we all have on ao3 with all the all the for sure no a lot of stories and yeah i love that so what are your favorite, um, I guess, tropes to to read if they're not similar to ones that you like to write? Uh, well, I tend to like a slow burn for sure. Enemies mm-hmm. to lovers. Yeah, I'm a, I like the sometimes, for example, with um, with the Ted Becca, the, the Ted Lasso, and sometimes they, they start writing prompts and they like a lot of pics of there was only one bed. Those are great. But uh, in general, for not for only for that chip, for others, I like reading. Uh, there was only one bed, or when you have uh, some like uh, 
sometimes some interactions like uh well i mentioned a slow burn i love uh, miscommunications mm-hmm. even some baby flaw baby fakes or such i mean it's uh i don't i don't think i have like oh these are the ones that i always come back but uh it's it's very it varies it depends on the mood they're like oh i, yeah. I need to read something i i want to cry i need to read something like project <laughs> so let me go to those so it, it depends it's so funny because I don't ever use the search feature on AO3. Um, and I guess kind of going back to you talking about hyperfixations, I've um I've exclusively read Raylo. Um I've tried to branch out and I'm trying to branch out to other um fandoms yeah. and chips. Um like I just for some reason my brain just can't get into it like I can with Raylo Raylo fix, but um, yeah, like I don't ever use the search feature, so I just yeah. browse the same one tag uh, mm-hmm. for for Raylo until I see like something that sounds interesting, and I just click it. Um, and then obviously I have my history, but um, I've never taken advantage of like searching for something very specific because I tend to like to read everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's something that I do too. I I I uh like okay, let's go Raylo and then I start browsing but uh yeah, for example, angst with a happy ending or stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it it I I go through the I think that's a great way to find different stories like okay, just mm-hmm. give me this this chip and then I'll look what what's what's new and then yeah. you can choose from there. That's 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 fantastic. That's, that's what I normally do. Um so back to sort of writing because I'm always curious about your guys's process with that. Um when you are sitting down to write a fic um, obviously, because you like to write a lot of, um, I guess, like, f- um, not fix-its in a way, but, like, kind of mm-hmm. filling in gaps and stories, do you um, do you sit down and, like, sort of outline everything? Or are you just sort of like, a, I'm just going to type it all out and then kind of edit and then, like, kind of post and, and then leave? <laughs> yeah, well, in, in various, because, for example, uh, most of the time, some of the stories come up from ideas, like, oh... What about, for example, this one shot that I wrote about uh, Mando uh, at the finale of series two of season two, where he's fighting with the dark trooper? It took me back to Game of Thrones with the, the Pedro Pascal character fights the mountain and he gets killed terribly. Mm-hmm. But uh, from getting those that that type of ideas, and when it's a one shot, it's just just pretty straightforward right so i started doing mostly one shots like yeah mostly 2k to work 2000 words and that's it but when it's a longer story um at first i was like uh let let, let's see where the inspiration take me takes me right but Mm -hmm. the problem with that is that if i lose momentum or if I lose, like, uh, like the the enthusiasm is like, oh, okay, I, I just leave it unfinished, and that's okay. terrible. So <laughs> one thing I started doing, uh, the latest uh, fake that I started writing was uh, "Eyes Full of Stars." It's a baby fake for both Boba Fett and and Fennec Shand. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it came up. Uh, we were on Twitter when the book about uh, Han and Leia Swain was announced. And we were just talking, like, oh, yeah, that's 
um, on Twitter and a friend, Carlisa, she was like, oh, could you imagine if Boba Fett, we were talking about Ben Solo, of course. I mean, everything is, uh, when, especially with Raylos, is everything is about Ben Solo, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> at one point, like, can you imagine if Boba and Fennec had a child? And I was like, wait a minute, that's, that, it, it, we, we just started like back and forth tweeting. And I said, wait a minute, that would be an interesting story. And I started on my on my iPhone, on my notes app. I started writing, writing, writing ideas. So I can I kind of came up with an outline. And that's how that story, of course, with an outline is uh, it's still uh, you, I struggled a little bit because there are gaps, right? Right. There are some right. chapters that you're like, whoa, this is fluid, and yeah, I can write. Two, three thousand words in in a minute or in a bit, but there's some gaps that I feel like, oh, wait a minute, I need to think a little bit more about this piece of content. But mm. but I mean, at least having an outline it helps you. But it I guess it depends on the story that you're writing. But most of the times, uh, lately, uh, when it, for example, the holiday AU, I. Literally, well, and it was easier we had because I had a movie, right? Right. So right. I knew I knew the story from the beginning, but it is helpful to tell you, okay. And especially if you add features like I chose a song for each chapter, and I wanted mm -hmm. to find a song that made sense to each of the chapters that I was writing. Of course, you need some time to okay. I need to think this through. It's going to be 20 chapters uh, and I need to see what, what is going to be uh, included on each of them. So yeah, it, it depends, but um, I think outlines help you. Yeah. Um, and do you find that you also, when you're doing like not one shot, so I guess multi-chapter, multi-chapter fix um do you post on a schedule or do you just sort of post whenever you want because like you're really excited to get the story out like do you draw it out because i know like some people do when they write multi-chapter fix they're like okay it updates every tuesday and i'm like no i just want more now <laughs> i know I, I wish i i was like that but the problem is that well with uh, the holiday au i found myself uh I remember I posted one chapter after the like the next day because I was really excited, like, oh my god, everyone I, I want everyone to read this. <laughs> and it was uh the yeah, I was really excited. So I think it helps you as a writer to have like okay, like a schedule, especially if you have it all, all completed, that's that's fantastic. But mm -hmm. if not at least it gives you deadlines. So, okay, uh, if I'm gonna post on Sundays, yeah, I, I need to start writing and fixing it and trying to brush it and 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 uh, reread it in case there's any any uh, changes I want to do before mm -hmm. posting. But I, I think it helps. I I seriously admire, <laughs> and that's that's something I would like to do because. Then, for example, uh, for Do Not Pity the Dead, the fix-it pick that I wrote for Game of Thrones, it took me almost a, yeah, it took me a year to finish it mm. because I didn't have an outline. It was just like these vague ideas and 
I was kind of following my the flow of my inspiration and where I could have like moments where I would once I wrote an episode, a uh, one chapter at four in the morning because I was really inspired. But then some other chapters were like, uh, let me, I'll, I'll think about it. But then by the time I realized, oh, it's been two months since last time. And I think uh, it's a good practice to try to set due dates because as a reader, yeah, it's some of us, I mean, I'm, I keep checking bookmarks from for some uh, things that I really like, but yeah. uh, some people lose interest or yeah, I yeah. like, forget. That's true. Yeah, that's um I like I I have a history um I keep all the fix that I'm reading in my history tab so I don't bookmark anything until I've like until it's finished and I read it all and I liked it. Mm-hmm. So I like to mm-hmm. go back to those. So like in my history tab I have like 11 pages of fanfic like that goes Ooh. back to like 2019 because i'm holding out hope that they're gonna update them <laughs> but i should i, should I probably know just, i know and i should just probably and, admit and to people, here. And, and <laughs> i know it's like okay well i think they're not they're not coming back yeah like, oh. exactly yeah but it happens and i understand and i've read some some like regular fakes and people that says you know what i've I've lost interest writing this over and, and it's and it's understandable and it's totally okay i mean we are all we we have different uh perspectives and things going on in life so it's uh, it, i totally understand and respect that but obviously as a reader is like oh damn i'll i'll finish but it's okay as that's understandable yeah um so i i want to Oh gosh, I have so many more questions already at 40 minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have any sort of ships, maybe not new ships, but um, do you have any ships or stories that you want to tell that you maybe haven't, haven't yet or, or you're planning on? Cause um, like, I know that there are a lot of writers that have like that one bucket list story that they want to tell or um maybe it's like a white whale of sorts <laughs> um do you have anything like that for you yeah i have a ginger rose story that i want to restart mm-hmm. and um <laughs> there's one there's one there one i started it it's like three chapters but i have the outline and i just need to go back i'm gonna make some changes but i have the outline i just got some other things going on but i really like the stories that arrange marriage kind of thing uh story i also have one two Raylo stories that i still want to start writing one it's uh Raylo, uh pride and sort of pride and prejudice but uh situated in cambridge uh, so okay. from my experience uh, for when I started master's degree, so it's like a lot of situations that happened to me in some way are going to mm. end up in that story. And uh, also I have, uh, there was one bit story that I started writing a regular story, but uh, I mean, I lived in Houston. We had the winter freeze in 2021. 
And mm. yeah, I, I started having ideas on a potential story, a Raylo story. And like, like I mentioned before, um, it's common and it's totally okay when we take experiences from our, our lives into oh, for sure. our yeah writing so that I, I'm, I'm excited to write those and at some point it's like yeah I'll do the railroad but I want to write something longer to see if yeah it could be an original thing as well so kind of touching on that do a lot or majority of your stories um have any elements of real life stuff for you in them um obviously if you're doing like um like fit not i was gonna say fix it but you don't really do fix it you just kind of like add more to a story <laughs> um, yeah but do you because when you're doing those obviously you're kind of continuing a story that's already been told but do you still sprinkle bits of your real like life in there and if so um does that sort of help you um what am i trying to ask <laughs> like some people write issues that they're having into their fix and it kind of helps them come up with resolutions or kind of helps them um have a bit of self-revelation through the writing has that happened for you and and do you do it at all yeah well i try to include more like uh to do common situations that had happened to me. For example, I, I wrote the Ginger Railer Ginger Rose karaoke uh, party. It's in Spanish, but it was something that kind of happened to me. <laughs> that mm. I was uh, in the in the story. Uh, short, long story short, uh, Ray and and Poe ended up singing duets the karaoke. So Ben gets jealous. And he's mm. singing a song, and everyone is like, "Who's what's who's that song for?" And he's kind of dedicating it to Ray, but nobody knows that he has a crush on Ray. So he's like, "Aww, yeah, that's, that's a story that happened to me." <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun. That's so cute. I love that. <laughs> uh, but it's it, no the but the funny thing is that. Doing that helps me to see back. I mean, sometimes in real life, things don't end, don't end up as bad or as you expect, might have expected. But right. at the end of the day, it gives you knowledge and learning. And that's fantastic whenever you can take those elements from your own life and put them there. Um, for example, I mean, and how, how the fiction that we use is, kind of cathartic and help us to overcome situations. For example, for me, writing the holiday AU was cathartic. Even if I didn't add a lot of elements from my own life into it, um, we're going on the pandemic and going over like different personal situations. Uh, I, uh, well, I went through the winter freeze and I was looking for a job and then my uh, I lost my aunt. So it was cathartic to have, okay, I, I, I want to write this. I want to pour all my feelings and all the the emotions that I'm going through using this as a venue of expressing myself. And it was it was totally great. It was helpful to, to do that. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I, 
as both situations, like using situations from my life and also getting all the inspiration to pour into what I'm writing. That's That's been a great uh, thing that I've gotten from, from fiction. That's good. I It's always nice to hear when like the writing has been sort of cathartic to people. Because um, I know as a reader, when I get to read something that I resonate with in any way, I'm always like, wow, it's like, <laughs> it kind of makes yeah. me feel a little bit more connected to the writer. Cause like, obviously writers are humans and like real people, but yeah. um, it's, it's, uh, it's always different when it's a, you can sort of connect with a story that's being told. Cause it sort of makes the writer feel like more um, tangible and more like, you know, as a real person, even though I know that they're real people. Does that make sense? It's like, <laughs> no, yes. yes. And, and let me tell you something as a writer. And that's something that I, when I started reading fix, right. And then I started writing, but one thing that I lived is that, that, uh, felt is that the kudos and comments the power is like a mm -hmm. sometimes i say oh this i read this amazing story but i just say it and maybe i just add a kudo on it but it's fantastic if you let know the writer how you felt about the story mm -hmm. because it's so much it, it helps a lot even like uh, maybe a reaffirmation like okay you're doing you're you're connecting to uh, to readers, but as well as some, I I I like adding notes. Like, yeah, sorry, I I was I I was missing an action because I had this issue and such. And somehow you connect with people. Like, oh, I'm sorry you had, or congratulations on your baby. Like, I just yeah. I just uh, commented on a friend that she just updated a uh, Din Jaren Bogatan and like, oh congratulations and also that you updated <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i mentioned this before but i'm definitely a, a lurker more so on a3 i do do like kudos and um like i bookmark like i said but i don't ever leave comments because i'm just like i i don't know what to say most of the time so like having the podcast is sort of my way of <laughs> leaving That's a comment fantastic. <laughs> No, no, no. And that this is great. Let me tell you something that I think fan fiction is such a great tool for all of yeah. us, both as a readers and a writers to express ourselves and to keep connecting with these uh, universes that we love and, mm. and to keep thinking ideas. And, and it's amazing. Like, uh, how can you imagine uh, different situations and places and stories and and that's a great thing that you now I, I definitely appreciate this what you're doing to connect with writers and talk more about because sometimes fan fiction is like oh okay it has has might have a bad rap or so, but some people might think oh have fan fiction no it's it's great it needs mm -hmm. it's a great universe and it's a great community as well yeah I've I've enjoyed talking to everyone that's been on and I've also just like loved interacting with everyone on, on Twitter and in this space and like not every experience within Star Wars, the Star Wars community is great. Um, I yeah. think everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have literally nothing bad to say about the fan fiction community. Um, it's, 
it's just been such a f- nice breath of fresh air to like talk to everyone yes. and and get to know you guys more but um so <laughs> we're gonna start wrapping up here um i like to go to the notes section um where we just sort of maybe uh touch back on anything that we discussed before if you want to add anything else or uh if you want to just talk about something else this is your space to sort of bring up any new topics or thoughts or opinions and stuff like that <laughs> no i mean um uh, yeah i think uh what we were saying about the the fix and the different situations and how we can connect uh and I love that, that we can come up with different ships. Like, for example, you can uh, ship maybe Dean with Boba or where, whoever you want. And that's fantastic because it's it what calls to you. And, and that's great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, and I mean, I totally respect and, and appreciate that everyone can bring. And, and there might be uh, ships that ah, I don't I don't follow. But mm-hmm. it's 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 totally okay. It's totally fine, and that's that's fantastic. That like you can have, everyone can have their own voice, and that's amazing. That okay, you want to write Poe and Ray? Don't judge me. I once uh, chipped them right after mm-hmm. watching The Force Awakens because <laughs> Ray, no, uh, Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac singing uh, "Babies Cold Outside" or something, mm-hmm. but. Other than that, yeah, no, it's I'm a Raylo fan. But I mean, there are people, there are people out there that chip them. And, oh, well, that's okay. It's it, whatever that mm-hmm. makes you happy. And that's fantastic that everyone can have, have their own voice, their own space. And like you said, in fandoms, it's it's a pity that you can find darkness, you can find uh, bad situations, people with toxicity, but at also you can find great things and that's that's one of the things that motivates me to keep engaged with the fandom in such a way writing expressing and also a lot of ideas that i've had like for example the baby fake i had it from twitter interacting with friends like that's fantastic and other other shit other uh, fakes that i've written also inspired by interacting with friends that are fans as well so mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 such a great place i mean i, I really appreciate having fun fiction me too i honestly don't know how i would have gotten through the pandemic if i didn't have it um <laughs> it like i Same. And, to th- and to this day i read like every day i have the tab open on my phone and I read it on my lunch breaks and I come home and I read it to unwind from work and then I read it before bed like I'm on AO3 multiple times a day like to this day because I it's one of the things that I've had that I had during the pandemic so um and being able to like talk to you guys now is also just like really cool because it's like a lot of people are ones that I've read religiously over the last two years that I get to talk to and then like I'm finding new fix from new people that want to come on and talk about their their work too so um 
I mean, honestly, thanks for coming on and, and oh, sharing. Thank you for having me. Yeah. like it, There's someone out there that's going to listen to this and be like, yes, I ship all those same things. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and just uh, to add something as well as a reader, as someone that likes writing and you don't feel confident enough. I mean, reading all these different things, you see, oh, well, you can also forge your own style what you mm -hmm. want to write because it's what you like reading, right? So uh, for me, it was also a great motivator to oh, keep reading stories of like, oh, I would like to write something like this and, and uh, learn more about writing as well. Because that was one of my first like uh, limiting, self-limiting attitudes, like, no, maybe I don't, I, I, I'm not, uh, confident enough I'm not uh, proficient enough to write but once you get over those barriers like mental barriers because you see all this amazing talent and I mean yeah there's uh friends that can read and, and like better and stuff so that's that's fantastic that you have this this is we can have all this uh, the we all can have this space and yeah it, it worked for me on that way and I'm really uh, grateful for that mm, yeah that's yes <laughs> 100 percent spot on with that um so i like to ask usually before we end everything um two questions uh one is i mean we've talked about so many good things about the community but let's see if we have one more so what is one what's one good thing about the fanfic community that you enjoy or like uh it, it can only be one thing and then like and then you have to explain why <laughs> sure um i mean you mean from the fanfiction community i think is the feedback mm. that you get uh some people consider like you mentioned but we we mentioned before like fan fiction is uh yes like it's not as writing original it's not as good or prestigious as writing original stories but i think that's fantastic because you have feedbacks of prospective readers mm -hmm. of people that might get engaged with you as a writer and you as well and one and we as readers as well you can find your next favorite author and we've seen that with the Rayla community. And I, I see it like a training. Like, for example, when you run a marathon, obviously you have to train, right? You have to practice. Another thing that I think um, I'm grateful for fan fiction because it, it you have constraints, like we say in, in engineering, like, oh, you have to, this these constraints that you have to meet. So yeah. it's, it has certain challenges that you have to accomplish to connect with your readers as well. Um, that's great. Yeah. I, uh, again, I, sometimes I feel a little bad that I don't provide like feedback or anything to, to writers, but I know that there are people out there that are, you know, cheering you guys on and, and, and I guess into some capacity, me included, cause I'm always going to root for like, I love original published work don't get me wrong yes. but um i i really hate that fan fiction uh, the ones that are getting published uh 
is just getting such a bad <laughs> everyone's being so mean and i'm like guys like you'd be surprised to know just how many of your favorite books are fan fiction retelling you know so exactly um, because they have the capacity <laughs> to connect to yeah. connect these two different scenarios and make it work which is like it's a, it's a challenge so right. i totally agree with you so I'm always gonna root for for fanfic writers to get more good, like more, just like you guys deserve more. And I understand like not everyone wants to be published, but I'm always excited when I see a new title getting announced on my timeline that's like originally yeah. a Raylo fic. It's like good. <laughs> Raylos are winning. <laughs> yes, and I really, I really hope uh, definitely. Looking forward to be there as well one day. One day. Yeah. I mean, look, I I have some people coming on and I'm hoping to get some authors like um yes. that have been published on to sort of talk more about what that how that works and what that entails because I think it's a good conversation to have about like how did you go from posting on AO3 and writing Star Wars smut to <laughs> becoming a published author, like telling the same story with things changed, obviously, because Star Wars is copywritten, but like mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping hoping that it'll be helpful information so that people yes. can, can make those moves for themselves. Um, so the last question I like to ask is, uh, well, not really a question, but um, if you have any uh, authors that you're currently reading or like a story that you're currently reading that you think other people should check out. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to, we were talking about radio authors. I just read, uh, finally, The Love Hypothesis, and I loved it yeah. so much. <laughs> okay. It's so good. Uh, and it was funny because I'm I'm an engineer, and I, I'm in a book club of uh, women engineers, and uh, we have oh, different uh, genders, right? So I was thinking, oh, that would be a good book to read. And I was laughing at myself because it's like the third kind of Raylo book that I've recommended because the the last one was North and South, what is a Raylo book, even if it was published before. <laughs> and obviously Pride and Prejudice as well. Uh, so yeah, some kind of Raylo similar stories, but mm-hmm. Love Hypothesis is one that is, is so good. I just read it and this is the funny thing. My friend Cielo recommended it to me and they were saying, oh, I read this book and I love it. Yeah, it's a regular book. And what? <laughs> and she said, oh my, I was thinking about Adam Driver. <laughs> and, and they didn't know it was a, a, a regular book. That's so funny. But just from, obviously, yeah, the the terrific illustration by Lily Sauer on the, on the front cover, but from the, just from the description, they were having that perception. Can you, oh, that, that was, that was fantastic. I mean. Yeah. That's on my list. I have, I have the love hypothesis here and then I have, um, oh my gosh, I can see them from here, but I can't remember the titles. I feel dumb. I'm currently reading for love and for love and bylines. So that's oh. another Rayla one. Um, that's out and I, it's on my side table and it's really, it's really good so far. It's a, uh, 
Oh, it's another movie inspired one. So she was inspired by Never Been Kissed. So it's oh. the, it's a, a Ray goes undercover as a high schooler story to write a story about busting um, embezzlement within the high school, I think is what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and again, wow. I've never seen that movie, guys. So if that's actually the plot of Never Been Kissed. Then... <laughs> wow. That's, so that's, a, that's a book. That's a... a... A book or a or a Raylo fic? It's a it was a Raylo fic turned <gasps> published novel. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh um, my god. It's for love and bylines by oh my god, I feel so stupid. Marin Taylor. Uh-huh. Um, I'll add it to my list as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. really fun so far so uh this week i'm going to recommend a fic on ao3 um it's called oh the places you'll go by rat splendor and i'll make sure to link that below and basically without giving away too much it's um hardcore dominant ben solo and um sub ray who's they have a ddlg relationship and he's super adamant that he doesn't do vanilla he doesn't do relationships but obviously it's not turning out that way for him (laughs) um and it's a really really good story it's unfolding so beautifully um i love like one of my favorite ways that ben gets written or ben kylo gets written is like the I'm I don't do relationships and <laughs> you can't change my mind. And then obviously Ray is just too too great of a person and his mind gets changed. So <laughs> Love that. um at the time of recording, it's not finished yet. So I'm recording mid-May and they only have um se- yeah, 17 chapters written out of question marks. So uh hopefully. <laughs> By the time this, this goes out, it's it'll be done, <laughs> so that you guys can just binge it. You lucky yeah, dogs! Cross your fingers. To, I have to wait. Yeah, because I have to wait for every update. Uh, but I'm it's so good. Every time I get a notification or that I see it's updated, I get so excited. Um, so where can people find you online? Sure. Uh, well, you can all find me on Twitter at Norhal. You can find me on Instagram at Norhal Music, where I upload uh, my uh, covers of uh, Taylor Swift songs and some other uh, songs that I love as well. You can find me on TikTok at nor.hal and also YouTube, my channel is nor-hal. And my AO3 is at HallieCB3. Uh, I chose is Hallie, well, from from Hal from my name and CV3 it was my zip code on Cambridge so was part of my <laughs> zip code so that's why I just came up with that and yeah I left I left the light light so but yeah you can find me on all those places yeah thank you yeah and we'll be sure to link everything in the notes um you can follow me on uh stitchcraft that's uh on Instagram and Twitter um bookmarked and busy has an Instagram that you can check out um and then make sure to follow geeky waffle network on twitter at geeky underscore waffle um every friday when these go live we do again fanfic friday so i post the episode with two recommended reading suggestions from those authors and then we do trope showdown where we put 
two tropes together to see who wins and then the winner moves on to the next week so we have a little fun online um all links will be down below including um links to norhal's fix and all the fix we've talked about on the episode um and let me pull up the guest for next week i had it ready and i didn't I closed it um next week we're gonna have uh, user 221addy on and this will be my second time talking to someone in the Sherlock community um, she runs a writers group and I believe she has a huge part in 221bcon which I've never been to but I'm excited to sort of hear more about that side of fandom and, and fanfics so check next week's episode if that's your jam uh, thank you again for being on the pod <laughs> No, thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. And thank you again for doing this. It's so amazing to get to know all the different readers and writers and this amazing fan fiction community. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And if you ever want to be on again, just let me know. Um, I still really do want to start um, the post-writing depression sesh episodes where I have people on who just finished writing fix uh, to like sort of decompress and get emotional about their characters and their babies. So if that yeah. ever happens to you, feel free. You're welcome to come on and we could talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. Yes. Um, and then I did also want to do an episode that's centered around, um, uh, I don't know if you write High Republic fix or if you read High Republic fix, but I do want to have like a round table with people on who read and write Star Wars High Republic stuff because uh, that was all new to me and I'm really interested mm -hmm. in more of that conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I haven't written yet. I read this fantastic uh, uh, fix by ours too that I love yeah. so much that Mark <laughs> wrote. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, I'm I've started I'm almost I think reading the the getting to into the High Republic books and, and characters. I'm I'm almost there, but definitely that's an area I would like to keep exploring reading, perhaps later on writing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll add you to the group chat that I'm going to make for everyone for that episode because I think that could be really fun. Um, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening awesome. and I will see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye.